Well, good morning, Thrive Church. Hallelujah. It is good to be here. My wife, Sandy, and I, we were actually planning to be here uh, just to visit with you, share the service together, and that's when uh, Sheldon uh, called me uh, at the last minute and said, hey, could you speak? Because I got to stay home and barbecue and have a good time. And Oh, no, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be with you. So I just want to, to greet you this morning and our online viewers. Um, I do believe that God has a special word for our, our fathers, our men, our dads. And, um, and, you know, I think, ladies, if you listen close, it might be for you as well. But this message I believe God has given me is aimed at our men because I believe God is uh, doing something new. I think God is... Uh, doing something that is unseen, and that he wants to call the men to open eyes, to their eye, open their eyes and open their heart to see things they've never seen before, to perceive things they've never understood, and that faith will come alive and faith will rise. And I think at Thrive Church, uh, I'll tell you what, this is where it's at. God is doing something here that you may not see, you may not feel, but he is at work in a powerful way. And so I'm, I'm really privileged to be a part of that uh, this morning. So I just believe this time together is ordained of God. And I'm hoping that you'll open up your heart and your mind and your spirit so that God can move this morning by his Holy Spirit to do something that, yeah, truly will blow you away. It'll truly take you to places you've never been before. You're going to see things you've never seen before. You're going to experience God in a way you've never experienced him before. And it's not for our pleasure or our benefit, but it's for God's glory. Amen. Hallelujah. I just remember reading in Luke chapter 18, and Jesus was talking, and, and he was saying, you know, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? When I return, will I find faith on the earth? And so it, I think Jesus is alluding to the fact that uh, towards those end days, when he is getting ready to return, there's going to be uh, a lack of faith, the true faith, on the earth. And I think he's alluding to the fact that faith may be in short supply. And I think we might be in those days. I think we might be in that here and now. Paul writes to Timothy and says, in these end days, in the end days, nearing his return, faith would be in short supply he writes in Timothy clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith and they will follow deceptive spirits, deceiving spirits, and deceiving teachings that come from demons. I think we're in those days. Will you pray with me? Amen. Father, I'm believing this morning for your people here and those who are watching online, that they truly will experience you. They will experience your presence and your power. They will experience your word coming forth to heal, that your word will come forth to save, and that your word will come forth to deliver or to rescue 
Because we know that when your word goes forth, it does those things. So Jesus, will you walk among us this morning by your spirit? Amen. Amen. I want to read this morning out of Hebrews chapter 11, and I think it may be up um, online here. If we can go to Hebrews chapter 11 on the screen. Do we get that up here anywhere? Or is it just me? You can just look at me all day. They'll figure it out, I'm sure. Hebrews chapter 11, I want to talk about uh, some heroes of faith. And I'm sure most of you are familiar with this chapter. But uh, the title of the message that God gave me for you this morning is uh, 21st Century Warriors. That uh, he's calling 21st Century Warriors to go into battle. And I believe that men you here today are to lead that charge. And of course, this message is for everyone, but it's aimed at you, men. It's aimed at the men of the kingdom of God. And I believe that God will find his target this morning in our hearts as we look into the scriptures. So let me just read that. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says that faith is confidence of what we have hoped for that what we have hoped for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. And by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. And Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And it was by faith that Noah built a large boat to the saving of his family from the flood. He obeyed God, who warned him about things that had never happened before. And by his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. And it was by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. And he went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land that God promised him, he lived there by faith. For he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. And if I could have your attention this morning, dads, men, and even ladies, I want to talk to you this morning about what makes a 21st century warrior, because God is looking for them right now, here this morning, by his Spirit, and even the person of Jesus Christ is moving through this place looking for 21st century warriors. And I believe that 21st century warriors are men and women of courageous faith who lead other people to Jesus, 
who disciple other people that they may also disciple other people who may disciple other people into the faith. God is looking for 21st century warriors. And I believe that we can learn from some of these heroes of faith what that might look like this morning. But first of all, I want to say, what is faith? Or what faith is and what faith isn't? Because sometimes this gets confused. And I want to bring a little clarity, I hope, by the grace of God this morning to everyone here what faith is and what faith isn't. Well, we know from the definition of Hebrews chapter 11, 1, that uh, faith is confidence. It's confidence, or it's actually the reality of what we're hoping for will actually happen. It's also assurance or evidence about the things that we cannot see. Assurance and evidence about the things that we cannot see. I mean, we live in a, a touch and taste and a feel world. But faith operates in a completely different dimension. Faith operates in the unseen world, which when you really think about it, it is the real world. And we, you and I, are just in this little bubble within it. God's project for people, if I may. But 21st century warriors are men and women of courageous faith. But men, God is calling you to be the leaders of that faith. He's giving you the charge this morning to be courageous in your faith, which is confidence of what we're hoping for will actually happen and evidence about things that we cannot see. In the King James Version, it says that faith is substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. <clears throat> and I believe truly, now this is just my belief, maybe it's a little bit of a theological stretch, but I do believe that faith is an actual spiritual substance. It's a spiritual commodity by which God uses to create things out of nothing, to create things that may one day be seen, but we don't see them now. I believe that faith is that spiritual substance. But faith is more than just substance or confidence or assurance. It's actually action. Faith takes action. Faith gets up and does something. It motivates the person with faith to do things that correspond to that faith. Faith is an obedience to what God has revealed about his will and character. Faith is an obedience to God's will and to God's character. Faith is a confidence and assurance that God fulfills his promises even though we do not yet see them. Church, you're believing for things right now for this church and for this community that you cannot see. And it is faith that stands in the gap between what you see now and what God will bring to pass. So we need to have our faith encouraged, our faith to take center stage, and our faith to rise up within us. Amen? Faith is that reality. Faith is that confidence and assurance. But what, 
what faith isn't. Let's just take a look at that real quick so we can contrast what faith is and what faith isn't. Faith is not just a mere mental assent, right? It's not a mere, a mere agreement, well, that God may exist. I th- yeah, yeah, I think well, yeah, God exists. I think there's a God. That's not faith. Faith is not just a God consciousness. That I, I think there's a God. I kind of believe that. Well, I do believe there's one. There is a big guy in the sky somewhere. I believe that. You know, the Bible says that even demons believe that. And they go one step further and they tremble. Demons don't have any corresponding actions that line up with the will and character of God. They do their own thing. That's the faith of demons. Let me just read to you out of James 2, verse 19 and 20. You say that you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Amen? You believe that there is one God. You say you have faith because you believe that there is one God. Well, good for you. New Living Translation. Well, good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Faith without corresponding actions is useless. Faith without obedience to the will and the character of Christ, to the call of God, is useless. It's nothing more than mere assent. It's nothing more than just an agreement that God exists. That's not the faith that changes the world. That's not the faith that God uses to create something out of nothing. God says through his word that every person in this place and who is listening to my voice online has a measure of faith. There's not one here that doesn't have faith that can change this world, that can move mountains, if you will. It's just what are you going to do with that faith? Are you going to do what the demons do? Follow after their own master and do their own thing? Or are you going to respond to the will and the character and the call of Christ? So what faith is and what faith isn't. I hope we can see that difference this morning. I don't know. There's this illustration of a guy by the name of uh, Charles, I think it was, Charles Blondin and it was 1859. I, maybe you heard this story. It's this guy, you know, he walks this tightrope across Niagara Falls at about 160 plus feet above the falls, and it's like a quarter of a mile from America to Canada, right? And he walks across this tightrope, across this, if he falls, it's over. <laughs> well, I, he doesn't just walk across it. He comes back and He pushes a wheelbarrow across it, and then he doesn't just do that. He does it blindfolded. And so all these people say, they've seen that he can do it. And so it it is said that he asked all of those onlookers, like you today, he asked, do you believe that I can push this wheelbarrow across this rope with one of you in it? And they said, well, of course, yeah, ah, no problem, you can do it. And then he says, okay, can I have a volunteer? (laughs) Not one person responded. Well, you see, faith is kind of like that. (laughs) Faith is like getting in the wheelbarrow. 
Faith is like getting all in, yeah? Like we sang this morning, I surrender all. How much, how much did that just touch your heart? I just hope the people that are online could have felt the presence of God come upon that song this morning. Because that's what God is looking for in 21st century warriors is that people that are all in. They're all in. They're men and women of faith. Courageous faith that will lead others to Jesus, to follow Jesus. So let's just talk about a few of those heroes of faith this morning. And I'll do them quickly because I feel God wants to touch our hearts and to change something in us this morning, that there will actually be transformation by the power of the Word of God and the power of His Holy Spirit. So just quickly, what does a 21st century warrior look like? And I believe we can see that. In understanding this, like in verse 3 that we read, that men of faith understand something. They understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. And that what we see today in our universe was created not out of something. It wasn't manufactured out of resources that already existed, but what you see today in creation was spoken into existence by God's word. Is there any way we, uh, we're just down on the scripture? I, I wanted to read Psalm 33, 6 to 9. That's not coming up. We have no clue, huh? Well, let's see here. I'm going to read it anyway. Mm, boy, these cell phone things are awesome sometimes. Let's just go to Psalms. All right, there it is. And we're going to go to 33. That's good. We're, good. we're doing good so far. Verse 6. Listen to this, please, warriors. 21st century warriors understand something. That the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord and let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke, the world began. I mean, when the Lord spoke, <clears throat> the stars were born. And so it's by the word of the Lord that things are created out of nothing. And you may be here this morning feeling like, well, I don't have a whole lot when it comes to this spiritual thing. I don't have a whole lot when it comes to be a courageous person of faith. I don't have a whole lot to offer. You're the exact type of people that God is looking for because he wants to create something out of nothing. And all he is asking is, give me your faith. True faith. Faith that's willing to get into the wheelbarrow. Faith that's willing to do. You know, God just spoke and it happened. That's the God that you and I serve. That's the God that we're putting faith in. It's not just a figment of our imagination or some kind of story. 
It's, an, it's a God who is actually alive and exists and is here right now in this place. No matter what you're feeling right now, Jesus is moving right now in the unseen world by his spirit in this place. But pastor, I can't feel it. I can't see it. Well, exactly. Because he's looking for faith. That you believe that God will fulfill his promises even though you don't see them. So what are 21st century warriors? Well, they understand that God's word is creative. Creates things out of nothing. And secondly, as we saw in the life of Abel, men of faith bring acceptable sacrifices. This is so important, men. You need to lead in this. To be 21st century warriors. The people that God is targeting right now are men of faith. Not just any faith, but courageous faith. We read in that scripture, verse 4, that Abel, he brought the acceptable sacrifice. God blessed it and received it, but Cain did not bring the right sacrifice. God did not receive Cain's sacrifice. And you know, if you ever read the story, it doesn't end well. Courageous men and women of faith bring an acceptable sacrifice. God does not accept every sacrifice. Here's what it is, men, and I'll try to do it in summary. God wants the best of what you have. And he doesn't just want the best, he wants it first. And we're not just talking about money here, we're talking about your time, your talents, and your career, and everything that you have. Jesus said, if you want to be my 21st century warrior, and if you want to see something created out of nothing, I want your best, I want your first, and I want you all in. If you want to see this church accomplish what God has given its vision to do, to reach the 715, that they may thrive, that they may come to the kingdom of God, he wants everything from you. He wants it all. He doesn't just want a dime out of a dollar. That's the place you start. That's the acceptable sacrifice. You give him that first dime out of every dollar, that first tenth. It basically says that you are honoring God and putting him first. And guess what? When you give him that first tenth, the first thing you write out of that checkbook to the Lord, he says, I'll redeem the rest. God always took the first, the first lamb, the first offering, the first fruits, because it broke the curse off the rest. You need to break the curse off your finances so that you can be powerful in giving into the kingdom of God. And this storehouse is the place to do that. Men, 21st century warriors, lead your family in that. Don't wait till you have a God, enough to do. God does not want your leftovers. You cannot tip God and get away with it. God is serious. God is serious. I know we had some dad jokes, right? But this isn't any joke. This is the now that we live in. The now that we live in, God needs and is calling the 21st century warriors, men and women of faith and courage, who will lead, who will bring people to Jesus, and will do the mission and the vision that God has called them to do. So 21st century warriors are men and women of faith who bring the acceptable offering because it's evidence of your right faith in God. It has nothing to do with 
all the other stuff that sometimes our mind plays tricks that, ah, they just want money. The church is always asking for money. They want to buy this and they want to buy that. It's not about that. It's about you, your heart, your commitment to Jesus Christ. Are you all in? You'll show it with your offering. 21st century warriors are men and women of faith who please God. We see that in verses 5 and 6 of the text I just read. That Enoch walked with God. Enoch walked in close fellowship with God to such a degree that it pleased God and he was just taken off the earth. He just one day disappeared because God wanted him. Have you ever heard of the thing rapture? (laughs) That's one of the tenets of the faith here at this church. We do believe that there's going to be a catching away one day, but it's going to be those people who are walking close with Jesus I do believe that. 21st century warriors are men and women of faith who meet Jesus in the morning and they walk in close fellowship with him throughout the day. It's all in. It's not just a squeak by prayer when you're driving down the highway hoping you get it in before you do everything else you want to do. It's reevaluating your priorities and putting first things first. You shall have no gods before me. Nothing more important than me, says the Lord. That's what is challenging the men this morning to be warriors, to stand up and be men and women who will fight this fight of faith and who will not shrink back when it seems like we can't see anything happening. I'll guarantee you there's some things happening over this church right now. You just can't see it. You can't feel it. But God wants to know, are you in? Are you in, my online viewers? I believe you are. Well, you got to remember, it's impossible to please. How many of you like to go that day when you go through the veil and you're standing before Jesus? I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have Jesus be pleased with you? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I do want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I don't want to just like all of a sudden show up and go, dude, what am I doing here? This is way too soon. I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't plan for What do you say? Why? What I'm talking about this morning, church, is more real than what you see, taste, and feel. It's what you can't see. Oftentimes, we'll get you in trouble. (laughs) That's why we approach it through biblical faith. Be a man and woman of faith who please God. 21st century warriors are men and women who heed the warning signs. I wish I had more time to spend on this, but we read about Noah, right? By faith, Noah built a boat. Why did Noah build a boat? It never rained. Had never seen rain. Noah probably had never seen God. But God warned him that judgment was coming upon the earth because the earth had gotten to a place all of humanity was doing continually evil. Every thought and intention of the heart was to do whatever they felt they wanted to do. Please me. Please my flesh. Let me feel good. Let me feel good. I just want peace and good feelings. They didn't have any 
heart for God. They were not paying attention to God, but Noah was found righteous because he was paying attention to God. And even though he had never seen rain and he probably never seen a boat before, God said, here it is, build me a boat, Noah, because you're going to need it. I'm here to prophesy over each one of you. You're going to need an ark of salvation in the days to come. Men, you're the builders. You're the leaders. You're the warriors. Rise up and take that. Take that challenge and take that charge. Because God has an ark for this community. Thrive Church is one of them. Not just this building. That's just a tool. You are the ark. You are the ark to bring salvation to this community, to bring salvation to your families. Oh man, I could go on. Are we living in the days of Noah? Because Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall it be at the time of the coming of the Son of Man. People will be eating and drinking and just doing their thing, and then sudden destruction. Dude, this is a heavy message. Who brought this guy in? But this message will be life to you, not condemnation. It will be life. Just give me a few more minutes. If your roasts burn today, if you got something in the crock pot you need to get to, or a game you need to flip onto the TV, it'll be okay. You can do it tomorrow. You can do it tomorrow. The days like Noah, violence was everywhere. Would you agree that violence has increased? I could go through statistics that'll blow your mind. Just blow your mind. The last 100 years, 203 million people have died in wars. That's more than the whole 500 years prior combined. And most of them are innocent civilians. Violence has increased. 125,000 terrorist attacks since 1973, I think it was. 1970. In America, murders are up 321%. Just in 2021. Do you think, you think, well, you don't see it, right? I was just in downtown Milwaukee and I saw where many have been killed. Many have been killed in Minneapolis, in our urban cities. What about riots? Seen any of those lately? How about gang wars? Heard about them at all? And what about the greater silent violence that is going on right now? The silent violence against the unborn. 44 million worldwide have been killed in one year. Do you think violence against humanity is on the rise? I think so. Timothy, Paul writes in Timothy, mankind will be paying more attention to themselves and their money. In the day of the Lord, they'll be boastful, proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to parents and ungrateful. They'll consider nothing sacred or holy. They'll be unforgiving, unloving, slandering others, and without self-control. They'll be cruel, and they'll call good evil and evil good. Do you, are you experiencing any of that today? Are any of you maybe a bit fearful about what's coming? Well, let me tell you. Faith is the very antithesis of fear. When faith arises in you, you will not be afraid. You will not be afraid. You will be filled with courageous faith. Well, you know what happened. The flood came, judgment water rose, and I'm just telling you today that it's raining out there, and the waters of judgment are rising 
And that's why God is calling 21st century warriors, men of faith, courageous men of faith, to build an ark for this community so that the 715 can thrive in Christ and be saved. He's calling you, not him or her. He's calling you and you and you and you and you. Will you say I? Amen. I'm not getting in that wheelbarrow. I hear you. It's a little bit challenging, isn't it? I didn't mean to bring this heavy message, but sin is heavy. Judgment is heavy. The things that are coming is heavy. It's weighted us down. You've been weighted down. You have felt it. You have mourned and cried over what you've seen happen in our world. But faith will lift you up. And the ark that God will build through you, it doesn't, it's not a submarine tossed into and fro by the waves, but it rides upon the top of judgment. You know, continued evil breaks God's heart. If America continues to go down the paths of evil, it just continues to break God's heart. Breaking God's heart is a crime. So many things that are going on in our world are crimes against God. You've heard all about crimes against humanity. But what about the crimes against God? Have we committed any crimes against God? Judgment is the sentencing to the crimes that have been committed against God. Now, here's what I want you to get, because I'm hoping you're like right down in the gutter with me. I don't want to be here, right? I, 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 want, to, I want to go somewhere else. I want to go where it's nice. and I want to go to a paradise, right? <laughs> but you're here. You can't change it. You're in this world. You're in Wausau. You're in this community. And even though it's been somewhat of a bubble, when you compare it to all of the rest of the world, just travel to some of our urban cities of Milwaukee and Minneapolis and Baltimore, wherever you go, and you will see the evidence of what's coming. God is looking for 21st century warriors. Here's what I want you to get, though. You ready? Noah's family got into that ark. Men, you're called to save your family. Noah built an ark to the saving of his household. The Philippian jailer came and said, what must I do to be saved? He said, believe on the Lord Jesus. And you and your household will be saved. Men, God is calling you to be the leader of salvation first in your household and then to the community. Ladies, men and ladies, do not stop praying for those in your family who are not following Christ yet because God has laid it upon you to be the warrior that will bring them in. Don't stop praying. God says they're yours. The salvation is not just to you, but to your household. I'm saying expand your faith, not just for you to get into the kingdom of God, but for your family, for your brother, your sister, your children that have walked away. Well, they may have walked away. That's maybe what you see. But if by faith you claim them into the kingdom of God, guess what? That faith stands in the gap until you actually see it. So rise up, church. Become the courageous men and women of faith that lead our families to Christ. Well, men of faith, here we go. I'm thinking you're feeling pretty low right now. 
Noah saw this, and it says, but. But God had favor on Noah. Everything that's happening and everything that's coming, your future, I want you to know here today, men and women of courageous faith, that God has favor on you. You are his favored. He is going to pour out his favor on you so that you can become the very thing that you are not. The very thing that you say, I can't do that. I don't believe that. I don't like that. God's favor is going to be poured out upon you in ways that you've never seen before. And that, I believe, is the Father's Day blessing today, is for that grace to be poured out upon you. You know, courageous men and women of faith, they not only take heed to the warning, like Noah took heed to the warning and prepared an ark to the saving of his household by faith. He'd never seen it. Men and women who are courageous, who are 21st century warriors, will also be those people who go on mission. Now, I'm a missionary, and I could go on and on and on about this, but it's very simple. It's very simple saying today, men, here am I, Lord, send me. God is looking for 21st century warriors that are willing to go on mission. And your mission is the 715 area code right now. Now, maybe some of you, God will send to distant shores. Maybe God will send you to Myanmar with me when it opens up again. But right now, your mission is the 715 area code, and you need to say, Jesus, here I am, send me. You need to go to your pastor and say, how do I do this? I am all in. Everything else I do, everything else I have is to support the mission of Jesus Christ. 21st century warriors are on mission. If you're not on mission with Jesus, you're not with Jesus. Because Jesus was always on mission, seeking and saving the lost. And if you don't have a heart for the lost, you need to ask Jesus to give it to you. His grace will be upon you today to get that. To get that. Men and women of faith. Abraham, when God called him to leave his home and go to another land... He went without knowing where he was going. And today, I challenge you men to get on mission even though you don't know where you're going. Just say, Lord, here am I. Send me. Step up to your pastor and say, Sheldon, Pastor Sheldon, I don't know. I'm not this really deep Christian. I don't have credentials with the assemblies of God. I haven't even... But here I am. Send me. Send me. You're going to need to be on mission because let me tell you, for Sandy and I, we went through a call to leave everything. And we went through pancreatic cancer with a death sentence of 93% dead death rate. And then we go through a, a coup. We've had opposition. But I can tell you right now, being healed of the, one of the most deadly cancers in all of the world, the safest place for you. Are you getting this? How many of you want to be safe in these end days, the days that we are going to face in this next decade? If you want to be safe, you want to be in the perfect will of God. You want to be between the guardrails. But how? 
walk in the in the 715 area code call on him to be saved well unless they believe unless they can believe in him I mean how and how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him huh how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him and how can they hear about him unless someone tells them and how will anyone go to the 715 area and tell them without being sent well I'm here to tell you right now and if your pastor was here he'd be standing right beside me and I know he's sitting there on that couch I can see him right now he's in his bathrobe you need to get dressed Sheldon. and you can't be eating breakfast while you're in church man he'd be standing here right now and he'd say I commission you I send you and I prophesy the grace of God upon you to do things you've never done before. Things that you can't do. The Holy Spirit will create something in you out of nothing. And that's why he says, come as you are. Come as nothing. I challenge you to bring your nothing to God and say, here it is. And see what he'll do. All right. The Father's blessing, the men's blessing today. Will you stand up? If you're a man here today, will you just stand up? Here's the Father's blessing. First of all, the call. Thrive Church, men of God, you are now being summoned. You're being called into active duty. Are you hearing this? Online viewers, you are being called to active duty. There is no longer any weekend warriors here. When I was in the military, we were in full-time, and we were in full-time stuff. And we always used to make fun of the weekend warriors because they'd show up with all their gear and everything, you know, and they'd dance around for three days and they'd go home. Mm, not anymore for the church. Men, you are being called to be 21st century warriors, men and women of faith, courageous faith who will lead people to Christ. There's a divine draft that's happening right here in this place right now. The Spirit of God is challenging you. He's calling you. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to be all those things that you once thought were the people that should get this stuff done. You are the people. You're the men and the women to get it done. There's going to be no draft dodgers here. No draft dodgers. He wants to hear those words that Isaiah said, Here am I, Lord, send me. All right, here's where faith comes. Get in the wheelbarrow. You may not know what's going to happen next. Get in the war ball. Get all in. Get all in. The grace of God is here for you to do that. He's called you to active duty. He's also called you to bear arms. Now, I've got a few guns in my house. I like to hunt. I was military, so guns, I have fun with them. But that's not kind of arms he's calling us to. Gun sales may be on the rise, but those are not the weapons of our warfare. We are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. 
to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. And it's all over this community out there, knocking down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. There's false arguments. There's doctrines of demons. There's teachings of the devil that people are saying are truth. The truth is the word of God. You're called to bear arms. Not in a human sense, but in that spiritual sense. You're called to destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. And he will grant you the grace to do it. God already knows you feel weak inside. You feel like there's nothing in there. You feel like you don't have a relationship with God that can get this done. You don't have a prayer life. You haven't fasted for who knows how long. You haven't given the first to God. There are so many things that we haven't done, but that doesn't cause God to have a problem because he creates something out of nothing. And he's creating courageous men and women of faith here this morning, even though you feel like you're not. His spirit is being released right now. So he's called you to active duty. He's calling you to bear arms. And lastly, he's calling you to possess the land. He sent Joshua and Caleb into the, the land and said, go possess it. They had to go and tear down the walls, the strongholds. That's what he's calling you to do, to possess the 715 area code land for this church, for the kingdom of God, and for those you love. Will you do that this morning? Would you just say, God, I give you what I have? Men, just say that right now. God, I give you what I have. I know it's not much, but I give to you. Will you create something out of nothing? Will you create in me a new heart and a new mind to be that 21st century warrior? for my family, for my community, for all of those who are hurting to every point of pain in this 715 area code. Send me, Lord. Send me there that I can be your hands and your feet to the hurting, to the poor, to people who are in pain, that you might come to them and rescue them. Now I pray. Men, will you lift your hands with me? Right now, if you're a man in this place, Father God, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them. Holy Spirit, come upon them right now. Create something inside of them that they have never had before, they've never felt before. Let faith arise. Let this word be sent forth to heal, to save, to deliver, to raise them up, to be those 21st century warriors that will possess the land. They're called to active duty, no longer a weekend warrior. They're called from the couch. Some of you just need to get to church. Some of you need to get on mission. It's time. No longer to be ruled by fear, but to be ruled by faith in Christ. Let that be what causes you. God, bring that grace right now. Grace, grace, it's all in you, Lord. Sweep across this place and empower them, encourage them, give them confidence, give them the faith, God, that will obey and take the land. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
thank you for giving me about 10 extra minutes to minister to you. Men, I'm just going to challenge you to pray about this. Maybe to relook at these, this message, some of those points. But I'm going to ask each one of you men, over the course of the next couple weeks, to step up to your pastor and say, Pastor Sheldon, you can just be very transparent and honest. You are who you are. But say, I want to be that 21st century warrior. Show me what to do. Show me how to get started. And I will, I will act on my faith. Amen. Well, God bless you. You can have a seat. And I think there's a video here at the end. We love you. Jesus loves you. Man, I hope you will be blessed. Amen. Hey, this is Sheldon Miles here, pastor at Thrive Church, and I want to thank you for watching this video. And if it impacted you in any way, I want to encourage you to do three things. First, become a part of the Thrive Church family by subscribing and following us. Make sure to join us on our Facebook page every Sunday. Second thing is share. Share with your friends, coworkers, and the people around you. The final thing, consider partnering with us financially. If this ministry is impacting you, I would ask you to pray about what you can give to help us take this message to the entire 715. And as always, we want you to know that you are welcome, accepted, and loved here at Thrive Church. And remember, you were created to thrive. We'll see you next week.